This is the Oanda Podcast. You're listening to the Oanda Market Insights Podcast, speaking with Oanda senior market analysts from around the world with all the latest business and market news. And today it is Craig Earlham in London. Good morning, Craig. Good morning. Let's start with the person we think is the world's richest. We're not absolutely sure at the moment. It could be Elon Musk. But Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has announced he's going to step down as chief executive of the e-commerce giant. He started the company, Craig, in his garage nearly 30 years ago. It's an amazing story. The question is, is this significant or not? Because he's still going to be executive chairman. And how can we set up a business in our garage that turns us into multi-billionaires? Um, it is significant, I think. I mean, it's always significant when uh, when the head of such a large company that's built it up from scratch leaves. Uh, but I think when you're looking at who his successor is, and he's been involved in the company since the late 90s, he's been driving Amazon Web Services, which is the fastest growing part of the business and is uh, is is a growing business. Uh, component of its uh, profit each and every quarter uh, i think people are probably looking at at him and saying that he's a he's a perfectly worthy successor and we're going to have to give him some time to see how uh, what kind of an impact the changing uh, of the ceo has um, uh, obviously jeff bezos is still going to continue to um, to have a role to play within amazon and you can imagine that he's still going to be right at the forefront of people making uh, the big decisions and having an important voice uh, in those discussions so he's not moving away altogether it's not like when a CEO completely removes himself from a company or is removed so I think from that perspective there's we, we it's something that people are going to be paying close attention to but I don't think it's necessarily a massive changing moment for Amazon who knows it could be if uh, if the new CEO decides to take it in a slightly different direction then he is ultimately going to have the authority to do so but I think we're going to have to wait and see just how, what, what what that is and the, as I say uh, as I said earlier the fact that he's come from within the fact that he's come from such a prominent role and for, from such a growth part of the business I think should put on many people's minds Of course, Mr. Bezos used today's announcement about Amazon earnings to make that statement. Uh, What were the numbers for Amazon? Well, it was a really knockout quarter as far as uh, Amazon is concerned. Their revenue surpassed $100 billion. It actually hit $125.56 billion. That was uh, much higher than $119.7 billion, uh, which is what was expected. Earnings per share, $14.09 versus $7.23. So almost double uh, on that uh, on that side of things. And we're seeing the we're seeing the same extraordinary performance across where you would expect it to come. We've already talked about about the uh, the growing share that the cloud is the cloud is making up for Amazon, and it was another extraordinary quarter uh, as far as the cloud is concerned. Um, and then on top of that, obviously, we know what's happened over the last twelve months and how much it's benefited um, companies like Amazon, people staying at home, shopping online, etc. So it really was a, a knockout quarter for Amazon. And then the other standout earnings yesterday was also Alphabet, and again, it was really good numbers from Alphabet. Revenue fifty six point nine 
$1.9 billion versus $53.13 billion, which was expected. Earnings per share, $22.30 versus $15.90. So we can see here that, um, again, some really strong numbers. And it's interesting as well where it's coming from. The cloud making up an increasing uh, share again here, uh, $3.83 billion versus $3.81 billion, although uh, still a much smaller market share than uh, than Amazon, which still accounts for around a third of the market, I believe. But it was the, the interesting part from Alphabet was the YouTube ads. So they had $6.89 billion versus $6.11 billion. But that was a huge increase on what we saw a year ago, 47% increase in, in advertising growth on YouTube from a year ago. And it, it's understandable to see why this time last year, um, when the pandemic hit, the, the initial uh, fear when we saw that and it dip um, around the second quarter of last year was that people were spending less on marketing and advertising because they there was so much uncertainty about the outlook that companies were pulling back from those kinds of activities. And what's actually uh, become apparent is that people are spending a lot more time at home, but that means people are spending more time on uh, their devices and on things like YouTube. So uh, we've seen a massive surge on that side, and that's really benefited um, YouTube YouTube advertising. You can see that reflected in these uh, in these alphabet results, and I think it's just shows once again that we're looking at an earnings season where where the tech giants, while they do have their challenges, primarily on the regulatory front, um, we're, we're still seeing these real knockout, knockout earnings numbers. Let's turn to the markets, Craig. And European markets are up this morning. Short time ago, the FTSE up just on around about three quarters of a percent and similar in Germany and so on. Um, we've had this uh, very encouraging news about uh, the AstraZeneca vaccination, which uh, suggests uh, that it's very good for transmission as well, or cutting transmission rates indeed. COVID infections have fallen to a three-month low in the United States. UK infections are significantly down as well. Now, that is probably a combination of the new lockdown from the beginning uh, of this year and of course the vaccinations as well but this is encouraging stuff and markets even though they're only up a, a little today will be very encouraged by that yeah it is encouraging i think we we have to we have to uh still continue to be careful of course because we're still back at levels that we were at back in november when the second lockdown actually kicked in so there's still some way to go but the the, the 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 changes that we've seen over the course of the last two weeks have certainly been encouraging and I, I agree i think the lockdown measures are having an uh, an impact as they have the last couple of occasions but i think the the vaccine is the real game changer on this point because it's targeted the most vulnerable people should mean that the pressure is more permanently eased up uh, on the nhs and that should allow the economy to start to uh, reopen again and i know there's a lot of pessimism around when that will be whether we will we're not going to see schools reopening for example till March and therefore the chances of anything else reopening but prior to that point is extremely slim but you would hope that once we do hit that point that is a massive turning point when we will start to see shops reopening and ultimately make our way through to hospitality hopefully not too long after because the proportion of people in the country that have been vaccinated 
will be more significant. And I think this transmission thing is obviously uh, critical uh, to that uh, as well. So I think this is some really encouraging news. And who knows, maybe that will start to become more of a tailwind for these markets because I do feel that the start of this year with so much good news baked in back in December, whether that was the stimulus deal in the US, the the transition of power, whether that was the Brexit deal here in the UK, the EU budget, there was a lot of positive um, outcomes um, that we saw in December. And it was always likely that these markets were going to have a rocky start at a year with so many countries moving back into lockdown. Throw in the new variants that, 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 that increased the need for more severe lockdowns and more prolonged lockdowns. Uh, and, and I think we did see that maybe take a slight toll. But there's potential now that with the way things are moving and the improvements that we're seeing that this could start to become more of a tailwind for these markets. OK, let's turn to GameStop and their shares have nosedive, uh, nosedived. And people are asking whether this is the end for the Reddit army. And the original wolf of Wall Street has made a few comments. Uh, he has warned, this is Jordan Belfort, of course, famously jailed for market manipulation way back in 1999. And uh, he says that, you know, some of these amateur investors could lose everything and to be very, very, very careful indeed. He says it's great on the way up, but painful on the way down. And this was always going to be the risk. Um, it, it is going to be interesting in the coming days to see if the, we do see uh, uh, the kind of return of the retail investor in pockets of the markets, whether they show up in the cryptocurrency market, for example, or or, or, or continue to target uh, certain uh, certain stocks via the options market. Um, but yeah, they, this this was always the risk. The it's always great in the early stages of these things. You're making um, you're making multiples on, on, in terms of return on, on what your initial investment was, and it gets people excited. It gets more people involved. But at some point, when you're dealing with such a large number of retail investors, you, th there's going to be those who who hope that people continue to believe in what in the passion and the reason um, for the initial um, targeting of these stocks. But the reality of the situation is there's going to be the crowd that makes some money and take that money out and say, well, this will cover a bit of student debt or this will help towards a house deposit or this will do this or or, or just simply I've made some money now. I'm just going to I'm going to take that and run. And um, I think we've made our point type thing and then all of a sudden the numbers start to dwindle then there's going to be the crowd who lose a bit of money during that first initial dip and get scared and don't decide to put their money back in and all of a sudden these large swathes of retail numbers who have contributed to such an incredible um, period in these markets uh, are dwindling quite fast and all of a sudden they don't quite have the muscle that they had before so the question now is whether the, whether they still have that muscle to make that kind of comeback or whether this this kind of one-off phenomenon has has already passed i guess we'll we'll see in the coming weeks the the movements that we've seen in gamestop amc etc suggest that at least as far as those stocks are concerned that the, the this may have passed but that doesn't mean that they won't creep up in other areas of the market at some point but what's interesting also is that this has brought in a whole bunch of a new generation who are interested in trading markets. And uh, I'm sure new people who are signing up with Oanda and uh, similar organisations. Is that what you're hearing anecdotally? Yeah, this is going to generate some interest uh, amongst the new crowd of people. And some of it's going to stick. I think a lot of it probably uh, won't. Uh, but I, I do think we, we have been probably seeing this anyway. We've been seeing a younger generation of people becoming more interested in the markets. And it, it comes down to accessibility. It, it's never been so accessible for, for younger people to be interested uh, in the financial markets, whether that's many of these challenger banks 
banks. Maybe there is uh, the the number of brokers and the the increasingly uh, competitive offering that you that, we, that you see. Um, there's it's it's never been easier for a, a, a normal person to become involved in these financial markets and I think an event like this can make it seem more exciting and can generate some more interest but then there is going to be the crowd that have been burned that that may now be deterred as well so it is going to be interesting to see but I do think it's probably part of a trend that's been actually happening for quite some time rather than something that's just suddenly uh, that's just suddenly appeared and part of the reason why this has happened is because how accessible um, many this is now compared to what it was maybe 10 20 30 years ago. Craig, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Thank you.